Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone. You're on the D Hour Network. I am your host, Marcia Patterson, for your health. I just want to welcome everyone uh, here. It's a Sunday, and it's a beautiful Sunday here in Atlanta, Georgia. Where the weather is just actually beautiful. Um, got out today, got a chance to go to uh, a fermentation festival, which was really interesting, was really good. I got a chance to taste some fermented food because I've been fermenting food for a while. But um, today is March the 24th, the 2019. Can you believe it? We're at the end of the month. And this is springtime. Things are blossoming. So my eyes are running a little bit, but it's all good because I love summertime. I love springtime. And I'm hoping everyone is healthy and well tonight. Tonight I'm excited because my guest has been on our show before. Her name is Kelly Jefferson. She is the owner of Sacred Water. Sacred Water is a colonic uh, facility that allows you to clean your colon. So at the beginning of the year, this is springtime, we think about new, renewing, cleaning. Back in the old days, families used to actually do spring cleaning. They would go in and clean the house out and clean the windows, change the curtains out, and just kind of do their annual spring cleaning. And that's also, you know, we're coming up on the feast of Passover and um, unleavened bread. So people who are of the Hebrew or Jewish descent will start cleaning their houses out of um, levy, things like yeast and baking soda and things like that so their home will be clean. And they said that's one reason spring cleaning had came about. Kelly Jefferson on, I'm going to bring her on, but it's just um, to let us know that not only do our physical house need cleaning, but um, our human body, the inside of us, need to be clean. So I want to welcome our guest back. She's been on before, Miss Kelly Jefferson. Hey, Kelly, how you doing? Hey, Marsha, I'm doing good. Thank you so much for having me back. I'm happy to be oh, here. Know. You know, I just love your energy. I love what you're doing because, you know, cleaning our body and cleaning us up is so important. So we got to remind ourselves because, you know, one thing I noticed, at least with me, we're good in taking care of everybody else, but we don't do a good job in taking care of ourselves. So I just need for us to take that step to know how do we clean our body, how we rejuvenate ourselves so we can have this, enjoy this beautiful summer weather that's coming up the springtime. So tell everybody a little bit who Kelly Jefferson is and how you got into the colonics. Okay. Well, um, I always like to start with um, a little bit of my background in terms of where I'm from and how I got to where I am today. I am from Los Angeles, California, and I actually, I was born there and I lived pretty much half of my life there, um, and I was exposed at a very young age to, you know, natural health and wellness and healthy living. Um, you know, living in Los Angeles, we have such a variety of um, just an abundance of, of just options available, you know, for, for eating healthy, for getting involved in healthy activities. You know, we have the beach. You know, we have um, the mountains. You know, we have, you know, nature, you know, just in the outskirts of Los Angeles. But it was the move from Los Angeles, California, to Santa Cruz, 
California where I was really um, introduced to, you know, the concept of, of natural living. Santa Cruz is a, a coastal town. It's a beach town in Northern California. And I mean, I literally lived blocks away from the beach um, as a, you know, a, a young, you know, teenager. And I also lived, you know, in the mountains of Santa Cruz. So um, the hippies and, you know, just green eco living was there when I was there in the 80s um, and, you know, for some time in the 90s. So I was exposed to it at a very young age. Um, it made, you know, a slight impression on me, um, but I didn't make any, you know, lifelong changes, you know, at that point because I was still very young and it was just new and kind of, you know, you know, hokey pokey to me. Um, but those those things were, you know, all around me. Um, but later, um, after I left Northern California, moved back to Los Angeles, um, just, you know, living, you know, my life as a young woman in her 20s, um, most of most of my exposure during those times were the, the L.A. that you would hear about, you know, in, in news and media. Um, you know, it was a lot of fun and party and hanging out, but um, something – you know, needed to change for me in my life, um, just the things that I was being exposed to and the type of company that I was keeping. I was basically running the streets, and I just wanted to do something different, um, and I got involved in the, um, and I'm kind of fast-forwarding, I got, got involved in to healthy eating, introduced, you know, from friends, and that kind of took me to, you know, um, where I am today. It was just being exposed to healthy eating. Um, I came to Atlanta. I fell in love with Atlanta as as this chocolate city, and I was already on my own healthy journey. And I think within two years of living in Atlanta, or about two years, I opened a health food store. I worked in a health food store for a little bit, got some experience there, learned so much just from interacting with people. And I opened my own health food store. It was called the Herb Shop Cafe in downtown Atlanta. I built a juice bar literally by hand <laughs> myself. I, and um, I served everything from wheatgrass to, you know, vegan salads and sandwiches and um, the bomb smoothies and, and green drinks. Um, and this was in the, the, the mid to late 90s. And wow. I loved it. It was fun. And so that's pretty much what led me to where I am today, um, which, you know, is, is, you know, how I am at Sacred Waters Wellness Art Studio. And, you know, I think you were a little ahead of your time because, you know, I, at least from my perspective, I didn't know about this. I wish I had to learn about this when I was in my 20s and 30s about the healthy eating, nutrition, your gut affecting everything because I suffered from acne as a young girl for years. And I mm -hmm. can remember the money I spent and the products I spent on products and going to the dermatologist, <laughs> house, sitting under that light, all those things, not knowing something internally was the culprit of reason why I had the outbreaks on my skin. And for you, because I've seen what your skin looks like, and I know, you know, how your hair looks, because all that reflects about who you are as a person. So, and I think even for us as African Americans, I think you were a little ahead of your times in the 80s and the 90s in taking on this journey, because I know more and more of us are out there, and um, we're learning mm -hmm. and doing it. And, and it could be because, like you said, you were from California, and who you hang around with, the energy and the people you learn from help 
propel you to another level, and that level for you was nutrition because I didn't see none of this when I was in Wisconsin. And even if I go back now, unless I have to go searching it out, the families and friends I associated with didn't, they're not on this plane. And I love being on this plane, learning from people like you and others. And that's the purpose of this show for your health is that there's things out there and there's people out there like you that have this knowledge and have this information that can better our health and take us to another level that we feel good as well as look good. Now, yes. Kalana, Mm-hmm. How long you been doing the colonics thing? How long you did, and what made you decide to open up a colonic and shut down the juice thing? Okay, so um, the Herb Shop Cafe was, um, you know, like, like that was my home base in terms of, you know, just launching myself into natural health and wellness. And at that time, I did know about colonics. I knew about a few ladies in the Atlanta area that were offering, you know, colon hydrotherapy. And occasionally I would I would recommend clients, you know, to go for colonics because they had a very difficult time. You know, it, a lot of it has to do with, you know, discipline and, and diet and lifestyle habits. Um, but when an herbal laxative or colon cleansing product did not work for someone, I would recommend for them to do colonics. And I didn't really know a whole lot about colonics. I had my own preconceived notions about it. But, um, you know, I heard from others that, you know, felt that it was very successful for them. So I would refer people to it at that time. So when I started my family, I I basically took a break from the business um, and, you know, got involved in other, you know, business activities because I'm an entrepreneur at heart. <laughs> so um, it took me some time, but I, I knew, you know, the, the health and wellness, you know, I just felt like Mother Nature was calling me back home. And so I wanted to really partner with a colon hydrotherapist at the time. I wanted to open the herb shop back up and partner with a colon hydrotherapist and so I kind of went, you know, searching around to, to do that. Um, and it wasn't easy. But the more I got um, involved with understanding how colon hydrotherapy worked, I said, well, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and study and become certified as a colon hydrotherapist, you know, myself. Now, I already had attended a program um, through Trinity College of Natural Health um, and was a certified natural health um, professional through their program, which was like a distant education program. And Trinity College of Natural Health is still around. They have um, various programs for people who are seeking, um, you know, training and, and careers in, in as a naturopath or, you know, health practitioner. So that was, you know, back, um, like I said, in the late 90s. So I decided to open Sacred Waters when I was not able to really find it, it just wasn't popular. Colon hydrotherapy wasn't as popular, but it was, you know, it was it was well known. There were people that that used it, um, but not, you know, as popular as, as it has become today. So at the time that I was, you know, becoming trained, I I literally went and volunteered um at some of the, you know, colon hydrotherapy places that I had access to that was open, you know, for for that option. And um, 
I just decided that it was something that I had to just venture on to do, you know, and, and, and things would just fall in place. If, if partners came along, they would just come along. Um, so it was just a matter of me, you know, going back to what I love doing, and that was being in natural health and wellness. So that's really what led me to open Sacred Waters. Um, and I just was kind of intrigued with um, the colon hydrotherapy because people would get amazing results from doing colonics. And so that was important to me is, is, is the people and, and people being healthy. And it became a gateway for me again to um, share all of my knowledge and, and skills in natural health and wellness. So Sacred Waters, um, as I said, it's a gateway for people to, to reach me and it allows me to help them um, on on their journey and guide them and coach them in other areas um, beyond the colon. But the colon hydrotherapy is so beneficial and it has so much value, and people really misunderstand it sometimes. They really don't, you know, know the benefits of it. People think that it's just a matter of, you know, just going to poop or, you know, and I'm just being candid, or just, you know, um, deal with constipation. But it really helps, um, you know, in, in, in a much, you know, deeper sense than what we think about it. So that's, you know, pretty much how I, I got into the colon hydrotherapy piece. And, you know, I learned about this when I was living in Mooresville, North Carolina. One of my comments was going to get colonics done. I had never heard of it before. And um, she said, you need to check it out. And the lady, she was an African-American lady who had a, uh, a center set up in the back of her house in um, Charlotte, North Carolina. And Miss Holloway had had breast cancer um, in the early, um, late 80s, early 90s. And she didn't go the conventional way. She decided to change her diet, and she started doing a lot of the um, cleaning of her colon. The cancer went away. And then she went back to eating like she used to, and um, the cancer came back. So she said, okay, I'm wow. done with this. I'm going to eat right. I'm going to keep cleaning my colon out. And the cancer went away. So wow. I start going. And when I start going, my skin cleared up just, I'm like, oh, my God. I couldn't believe it, that the toxin from my gut was affecting my skin. Nobody ever told me this. You know, I mean, hey, I never learned that before. So it's important for people to understand how important. So give us a background about the colon and the gut and the cleaning. And I'm getting a back, I'm getting a feedback. Is that from me or what? Um, from the background. Um, I, I, I don't know. Is it? Do you hear it when I'm talking? No, when or I'm is talking. it? Okay. Okay. I'm thinking. Well, All right. Yeah, but I'm you hear talking. It? Maybe if I'm not, yeah, I can hear it a little bit. Yeah, but um, maybe put me on mute when I'm talking, and then unmute yourself because I'm getting some feedback. I don't know if it's are you. We are doing live, aren't you? We doing live with you? Um, actually, no, I didn't get the live set up. But let me see. Um, yeah. I, do you still hear it? No, I do not hear it now. I do not. Oh. I don't know. I don't hear it oh. now. Okay. Sometimes I think when all of these devices, I'm near the computer, sometimes when we're close. Um, 
So um, in terms of the colon hydrotherapy, I know there's some people who have never done it before out there listening, um, and they mm-hmm. have some questions. So I always like to give people just a general overview of um, what colon hydrotherapy is. And colon hydrotherapy is, is the, you know, the professional term that we use, but it's also known as a colonic or um, a high enema or, you know, colon irrigation. And, and what it is exactly is um, very similar to an enema. Water is infused into the large colon. Um, there are disposable um, enema speculums that are used. Um, they're inserted into the rectum for uh, a just a, just about a, an inch. It's not a painful process. It may be uncomfortable and awkward, and I always tell my clients it's just as awkward, you know, for me as it may be for you. I mean, but, of course, I am, you know, very familiar with the process, and I know that it's safe, so I have a, a level of comfort with the process, but I use um, an open system, and there's there's two types of systems. I've trained on both. I'm familiar with both systems, but the the clients that I have worked with had voted over and over again for the open system, and I'll explain it in a little bit, um, the difference is it, the difference. But with the um, system that I use, the clients do self-insert. They're in a private therapy room. They're fully covered, um, and it's it's messy-free. It's, it's a mess-free process. It's odorless process, but what happens during a session, you have filtered, sterilized water that's infused into the large colon, filling the colon up, creating peristalsis. That's the contraction and release of our large colon. Our large colon is a muscle. So the contraction and release um, allows you to eliminate um, the water as well as any waste that it softens up during the process. And that's the goal. The goal is to hydrate that colon so that you can release the buildup of heart and stagnant waste, any mucoid plaque, you know, any any buildup inside the colon. So um, typically a session is about 45 minutes. Um, in, in the training that I received um, about, you know, 12 years ago, it was um, – you know, recommended to do it at a minimum of 35, but the, you know, for optimal benefits, 45 minutes of therapy. You know, how, what happens when a person doesn't get their colon cleansed or they don't go to the bathroom? Because ideally we're supposed to eliminate each time we eat. Is that correct? Kelly? Can't you hear me? Are you there, Kelly? Ideally, you're supposed to eliminate each time you eat. And each time you eat, um, eating healthy foods, that allows your colon to be able to eliminate. We also have here that if your body don't eliminate and this toxin is building up, daily still have a bunch of hard waste built up inside of their colon. In addition to, you know, hard waste or just buildup of waste, we have, you know, microscopic, you know, toxins and, you know, um, bad bacteria as well as our good bacteria. So there are steps to follow, you know, when you are using colon hydrotherapy um, to help with um, any, you know, of the, the, the common indications like, you know, constipation or irritable bowel, um, you know, syndrome, um, and other issues that, you know, people may come for the, the service, um, headaches, um, you know, just 
dealing with, you know, toxins and 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 obesity and and you know what is really common chronic fatigue syndrome, you know, different body odors. I mean, I literally have people who are recommended for colon hydrotherapy because they have um, foul breath. You know, their body is not eliminating the toxins, and and it's believed that you know things are backing up. You know, so. During that session, as that water softens and loosens and, you know, the the waste is released, most people feel much lighter and more energetic following, you know, their sessions. Um, and after every session, you, you know, there's aftercare that you would follow, um, which is replenishment of electrolytes and, um, you know, probiotics. And so I give my clients specific instructions, you know, on what they should do um, following their session. But most people, um, you know, people use it the way that they want to use it, but I just give them, you know, recommendations as a, a professional and as someone that has performed, you know, well over 20,000 colon hydrotherapy sessions, um, you know, with my co- clients right at Sacred Waters. I've, I've seen, you know, quite a few different types of cases, um, and I usually use some estimations. Um, when describing, you know, what I've experienced, I'll say at least 85 to, 85% of the clients that I see and deal with have a very successful experience um, where there is very um, minor to no discomfort. Um, and then I'll say there's about a 10% of population of people who may experience um, a little bit more discomfort that passes, you know, um, it kind of, it will come and go during the session. Um, And then there's a very small percentage of people who may have to end their session sooner because of the the cramping that their experience is so intense that it's just, you know, unbearable for them to continue. But there's a very small percentage of population of people who I have um, encountered that experience that that type of, um, you know, effect from it. But the majority of people, you know, have a pleasant experience. Um, they they become very comfortable with the process, and um, they get results, which is feeling, you know, lighter, feeling more um, energetic, sleeping better, you know, their skin improving, um, even allergies, respiratory, you know, issues um, are cleared. And it's just a matter of them following some steps, you know, after – you know, doing a series of colonic sessions so that they can t- continue feeling, you know, the benefits of not having that buildup of waste, you know, just lingering inside of their colon, putrefying and, you know, just, you know, creating, you know, discomfort, you know, whether it's just them being constipated or having excess gas or feeling bloated, just not feeling good, just that blah feeling. So I like to take my clients from feeling blah to beautiful. <laughs> and, um, you know, we do that with um, a series of the, the colonics and just other things that they must do, you know, in order to ensure that their health is, is optimal and that they're able to have the mobility and do the things that you enjoy doing in life. Because, you know, I, I tell people, you know, you can have all the money in the world, but if you do not have that health, in in good place, you can't even enjoy the money. So um, there are definitely some things that you have to do beyond the colon to ensure, you know, that you have optimal health and the longevity 
so that you can take care of yourself um, as long as you're here. You're not dependent, you know, on other people to do that for yourself. So um, I, you know, really then, enjoy being able to, again, help clients, you know, beyond the colon. But in terms of, of the colonics, you know, the series of colon hydrotherapy sessions is where you're going to get the best results. Some people think, oh, I'm just going to do one or two, or I just want to try it. Well, the best way to mm-hmm. try it is to do at least a minimum of two um, because you want to get that colon well hydrated and you want to do two consecutive days. When you come back for that second session on the next day, you're still hydrated from the day before, so you tend to release even more waste. And if you don't see a lot of waste, if you don't feel like you're releasing a lot of waste, it doesn't mean that it's not there because our colon is always in use. If we're eating daily, we're continuously using you know, that organ, um, and as well as the rest of them. And so um, when you do a series of colon hydrotherapy sessions, the benefit is the the toning and the strengthening of the colon um, and just helping to create a clear flowing system so that you're not, you know, holding on to that excess waste, you know, that sits inside, you know, the the colon. So, um, you know, I give specific, you know, instructions for those who are, you know, ready to receive it. But then I also, you know, um, honor, you know, what the client wants to do for themselves. Now, so, my, understanding, oh. my, my understanding, Kelly, is that our body relieves toxin different ways. For women, relieving toxin out your body is uh, urine, sweat, our bowel movements, our breathing, and menstrual, and um, I know a lot of young women who are having trouble with their menstruals, and they don't have menstrual, so that too is stopping toxic from relieving coming out their body. For men, I think there's only four, which is the urine, the sweat, the bowel movement, and breathing and sweating. And but and a lot of times we're not eating the fiber or the fruits or vegetables. We're eating a lot of processed fast foods. We're not getting the probiotics. People don't even drink water like they're supposed to, and we don't exercise. So when you say you give them some following steps, are these pretty much some of these steps that you're asking your clients to follow? With this, well, following colon hydrotherapy, there are some basic um, aftercare, you know, steps, you know, to to do, but it, it really is, you know, just the, the lifestyle. You know, what are you doing on a day-to-day basis to maintain a healthy colon? So let me just share this with you. I had a young couple come in just this past week, um, and the the young lady wanted, you know, her, her guy to see what was going on. And this is, you know, um, near and dear to me because I get so many more young couples that have um, some chronic, you know, conditions going on. But she wanted him to, you know, experience it, and it was a, a blessing that this young lady had a, a, a very pleasant experience um, with the process because, um, like I said, there's that small percentage of people that may have some discomfort. <laughs> and when you bring your friends along and you don't know what to expect for yourself and you're sharing something and it may be uncomfortable for you, then that could maybe, you know, turn them off from an opportunity of, of helping themselves. But it worked out in this case. But this particular um, young man said that his father had um, colon cancer and all of his father's brothers, all of his uncles, had experienced colon cancer. 
Um, and I asked him what his diet was like. What did, what did he eat? He said, I eat pretty much everything, McDonald's, you know, Burger King. He named, you know, those places. And I was like, okay, I see. I said, so, you know, um, it is likely if you continue on that path, you know, you you have inherited, you know, probably the same diet that your father and uncles have um consumed and and he pretty much you know agreed with me so I told him that he really needed to um consider making some changes in his his diet and his choices and you know the sodas and the chips and all the junk food um I told him that is just pretty much setting him up for that same type of you know that illness so in terms of the 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 colon hydrotherapy you know, the the basic instructions is to always replenish your electrolytes and replenish your gut with good bacteria. Now, and it's unlikely, but everyone is different, that you're going to lose a significant amount of minerals or, um, you know, good bacteria from the colon. But I can only, you know, say that from my experience and observation. Some people um, may need to um, take some extra precaution depending on you know their 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 health and you know their age and you know what what's going on with them inside their body but i felt like there was a need to develop a, a system that really helped my clients so i shared with you i created the cleansing course which is a, a course that i offer to my clients um online um i began you know, gaining experience with my system, working with clients on a one-on-one basis. And, you know, it was it was always really good, you know, working with people one-on-one because you get, you know, very intimate, you get to know your clients. And I wanted to make sure that I continued that. That was very important, that I get to really know them, what they like to eat, what they don't like to eat, um, what's going on with them, you know, how do they feel when they wake up in the morning, um, what's their mobility like. Um, I ask, you know, a lot of the personal questions, um, the number one question, how often do you go to the bathroom? Um, So I do get to know my clients very well. Um, So I developed the cleansing course, which is an eight-week, you know, it's online, and it's an intensive um, program where I teach my clients um, step by step how to use their food as medicine and to really focus on restoring their gut, you know, through their foods and perhaps using herbs and homeopathic remedies, which I have a lot of experience with because I own the Herb Shop Cafe. And in the Herb Shop Cafe, I carried over, you know, 400 different herbal supplements and remedies. And then also getting down to the root cause of, you know, whatever is nagging them. So the cleansing course is my eight-week online intensive where I teach my clients how to use their food as medicine, restore their gut, and get down to the root cause of nagging health symptoms. And in that course, I have a system, um, and I actually call it the sacred steps. And the sacred steps is is what I teach my clients um, to get themselves just in gear for making you know, an ultimate lifestyle change, um, which, you know, can sound cliche or trendy, but it really, you know, has to start with, you know, the mindset. So in the sacred steps, um, I actually use the acronym STEPS um, to, you know, help 
them understand, you know, what needs to happen. And so the first thing that we do is um, set our intention, which I think is very important because that's where we're dealing, you know, with our, you know, mindset is to set intention. And the second thing, um, well, let me let me just say this. When it comes to, you know, setting the tension, setting intention, we need to really understand, you know, why we choose to do the things that we do, what's important to us in life. That is very important and what, you know, we believe in. And so I always say only you know what is best for you. So I um, have specific exercises that I create for my course members to follow. Um, so when we're setting our attentions, we're writing them down, we're reciting them, um, we're walking it out. And I say walk it out um, just, you know, just to give some, you know, you know, fun, spirited to it. But we create affirmations, you know, to in- continue our inspiration so that we don't get stuck, um, you know, in any particular place that would prevent us from the next thing, which is the taking action. So um, we set our intention and then we we take our time, but we have to take action. Um, we don't ever want to rush, you know, ourselves into anything, rush into, you know, achieving a particular goal, but we, we must take action. And so, um, you know, it's just like when I hear someone say, you know, I, I, you know, I, I pray, and you know, as long as I have, you know, um, you know, my, 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 my word, you know, the, the, the word of, of prayer, you still have to take some type of action. So, um, once we, you know, set our intentions, we take, take our time, but we take action. The next thing that I want my course members to do is to um, embrace the process. Embrace the process because once you do that, all you have to do is expect some, just nothing but to win yourself. So, um, you know, you become more engaged in activities that are aligned with your goals. You know, if you're wanting to, you know, eat foods that are like medicine, then there are certain places that you just can't go to. You can't go to McDonald's or you may not even be able to go to a, um, you know, just a a chain restaurant, you know, because once we start learning about what's going into the foods in these places, um, it's just not going to be in alignment with you, you know, eating clean and and eating foods that are cleansing to your body. So um, it's important to really embrace this process and get ready and prepare yourself for for the steps because I feel like once you embrace the process, you're going to shine, you know, on your journey. And so after we embrace the process, um, we have to plan, you know, plan, 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 plan everything. And that's just pretty much making personal notes to yourself. So you write it down. And um, you don't always have to follow the plan to a T, but, you know, I encourage people to use a personal journal um, or even a, a note app, you know, on your mobile device, you know, if you're really, you know, um, technology savvy. But we want to plan things so that we can track our progress. That's very, you know, important. And then in addition to that, because um, re- remember, you know, we're using the acronym STEPS. We're going to set our intention. We're going to take time, but 
take action. We're going to embrace the process and engage ourselves and expect wins. And then we're going to make this personal note to ourselves to plan, plan, plan everything. And the last thing in the step is to surrender yourself to self-care, you know, which is ultimately the most important thing is to, you know, make sure that you, um, you know, plan self-care for yourself and make it sustainable so, you know, you can do things, you know, if you work a nine-to-five, do things during your lunch break, um, you know, maybe get out, get some vitamin D. Of course, protect your skin if you need to protect your skin. But if you, you know, are melanated, um, you, your skin is well protected, you need to get out and get some of that that vitamin D. Mm-hmm. So um, just different little things that we do, you know, for um, self-care living um, and, and just these are like the core principles that I recommend. So set your intention, embrace the process, plan, 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 and surrender to self-care. And those are the principles of the cleansing course. And from there, we um, go into dealing with, you know, our nutrition um, in terms of nourishment, you know, for the body. And with that, I use a a model that I refer to as the self-cure method. So, um, you know, that's that's another part, you know, of the course. So that is, you know, how I get my clients to go beyond, you know, the colon and not be fixated on just, you know, cleansing the colon. We have, you know, right. so much more going on in our life <laughs> um, these days. So we got to keep our minds set and focused and, you know, um, arm ourselves up with, you know, affirmations and, and, and prayer. Amen. Yeah. Now, what about bellies? Now, people, will they start seeing a tremendous um, loss of weight in the belly area? Because, you know, with us eating food that's so toxin that our digestive system don't recognize, I truly believe we're eating food and our digestive system is saying, wait a minute, I don't recognize this, so it's just sitting there. And we even have Mm -hmm. younger kids of getting um, big bellies or constipation. Do you also take in children? Uh, and what ages do kids come in for colonic? Um, well, I do have children. Um, I think the youngest I've had was a six-year-old child, and um, and it's been very successful. So in my um, particular um, wellness practice, I do have um, children that come in um, and as young as six, and I've had people as as um, young as eighty five. So wow, yeah, okay. you know, it, it's, it, there's really no limitation on you know who could benefit from you know a hydrotherapy. Um, but yes, in terms of the, the the belly, again, you know the the colon hydrotherapy is kind of like the jump start of you know getting out the waste. Um, but what people need to understand is, you know, our lymphatic system um, flows throughout our body um, with fluid, and that fluid um, can, you know, circulate toxins. So we have to focus on the, you know, the lymphatic system. We also have to focus on the the liver. So some people just think about like bulk waste sitting inside the colon, but the challenge is the microscopic toxins that we don't necessarily see when we're 
you know, eliminating. Um, just like you mentioned, you know, the um, the channels and pathways of elimination, your colon, your liver, your lymphatic system, your your gallbladder, your kidney, um, all of these come into play when it comes to releasing, you know, toxins. And toxins, um, again, will circulate and they will get into our tissues. Um, they'll, you know, be embedded in fat um, and make it very difficult for people to lose weight. You know, obesity is a problem, you know, here. It, it, is, it, it doesn't seem like it's getting better. It doesn't seem like it's going away. And we are, you know, um, in the year of the vegan where a lot of people are, you know, realizing the benefits of a vegetarian diet. However, we still have, um, you know, a lot of learning to to do in that process because just because you're a vegan doesn't mean that you're, you know, necessarily eating healthy foods. We're still, you know, um, there's still a lot of processed foods in that channel, um, foods that are, you know, like don't really have any, you know, nourishment. You know, they're 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 dead foods. So um, in in terms of you know the belly fat, um, a lot of that has to do with those toxins that get. Um, embedded in inside the tissues and you know covering the cells. So when we cleanse, we gotta cleanse deep. We have to do deep cellular cleansing. So it's all about what food you're eating. Um, so it's not just what you cleanse out of your system. It's about what you're putting inside of your body, um, and it goes along with the environment as well. Uh, you we have issues with mold and fungus in our homes, and these things can affect. And, and, and you know affect our our body's um, ability to to function at optimal levels. So the way right. we're living now, not to be so doom and gloom, because you know there's things that we can do. There are steps that we can take. There are foods that we can eat still here in America. We just have to be smarter. We have to, you know, um, turn to community. Community is so important. You know, we don't read enough, and we don't you know bond with community enough. Reading is fundamental, and um, you know, community is key. It's essential to, you right. know, our well-being. We're, we we have to, you know, build together. And just in terms of what you have done with, you know, yesterday's, yesterday's kitchen, um, you know, in terms of the learning and the programs that you offer, we need more and more of that, and we need it down, you know, at a very young level. The children are the ones who – take this information, they absorb it, and they do so much better than adults. You know, they'll they'll learn, but then we end up, you know, infecting them, you know, with um, things. And that that's where the problem is. We, we have to, right. you know, um, really start with them and hopefully, you know, let them, them take it to a whole other level. Okay. But we're going to take a break, and when we come back from that break, Kelly, I want to talk about uh, the different parts of the body that needs cleansing because it's the colon and the colon, and then what's next of that cleansing process because, like you said, many parts of the body become contaminated once that colon is contaminated. So we'll be back. We're on the D-Hour Network. I'm your host, Marsha Satterson, and we have Ms. Kelly Jefferson with uh, Sacred Waters, and we'll be back with great information for you and your family.
you're back on the D-Hour Network. This is your host, Marcia Patterson. I am here with um, Kelly Jefferson, and we're here talking about colon cleansing. Kelly, let's talk about some of the things on um, what else needs to be cleaned. Once the colon is clean, what other organ you suggest, you know, steps for cleaning? Because once that goes filtering through your body, you got your liver, your kidneys, other parts. Tell me, what do you think uh, yeah. should be next? Well, let's talk about the liver because the liver is the largest organ for detoxification. It's it's basically the largest organ, you know, um, inside the body, and it works really really hard for us. So uh, it definitely needs to be considered in the cleansing process when you are you know working with intention to to cleanse your your system um i mean it's 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 large and it's basically a a a filter but it's also a gland um and it plays a key role in digestion and the formation of our blood so we want to make sure that when we are you know thinking about boosting our immune system that we do something to protect our liver or you know just in in terms of defending you know our body against you know infections People just think about the immune system, but we must think about that liver. So our liver is what secretes, you know, the, the its bowel into our small intestines, and it lubricates our intestinal walls. So it does a lot of, uh, has a lot of different functions. Um, so we want to make sure that we, you know, eat foods that support the detoxification of liver. Now, people who are in health and wellness are familiar with, you know, the herb, um, milk thistle, which helps support strength, support and strengthen the liver, as well as dandelion greens. Um, so that's something that I'll juice um, for myself and make recommendations of recipes with um, dandelion, um, ju- you know, just to, to juice and drink that. Um, so we want to keep our, our liver, you know, strong because if our liver is weak, we'll get things like anemia um, or even, you know, just, you know, like it can help lead, it, it can cause problems like hemorrhoids. You don't think about it, but it has something to do with that. Um, and any type of mineral deficiencies can affect our liver. So we definitely want to keep it strong. Um, and, and women in particular may have, you know, hormonal imbalances when the liver is like over congested with estrogen. So think about it like this. When we intake things like um, prescription medications, um, even our vaccines, all of this stuff has to go through the liver for it to, to filter out. So it, we put it through a lot of work, um, and that's consistent on a daily basis. So we definitely want to do something to support the health of our liver. Um, a lot of our skin conditions, um, like eczema and, and just different types of rashes and itching and um, when you just feel, you know, unclean, if your skin doesn't feel clean, it could be um, a response, you know, from the liver, you know, being weak. So we want to eat the foods to nourish and strengthen that liver and also, you know, consider, you know, um, herbal remedies. But if we're eating to live, if we're using our food as medicine, um, the body will take care of itself. It will do what it needs to do. So we definitely want to focus on the liver um, and as well as, 
you know, the lymphatic system, you know, that's another area that um, another, you know, system in the body that needs, you know, to be considered in terms of the, the fluids. But it, it works, you know, they all work hand in hand together. So we don't really just focus on one. So when people say, oh, I'm going to go, you know, do a colon cleanse, you know, mm-hmm. we got to go beyond the colon. We got to, you know, really address the whole body. And we do that through um, nourishing foods, you know, and, um, you know, herbal remedies. Uh, and just, you know, keeping it really simple, you know, keeping it really simple, you know, with what we're eating. It doesn't have to be, you know, gourmet. It doesn't have to be, you know, um, super fancy. We just need to make sure that we're getting fresh, you know, live foods in our body daily. And that's what we're lacking here. Um, I know in America we're not getting enough of that um, on a regular and consistent basis. It may seem that way to some people because of who you associate with, but there's still so many people that are overloading with, um, you know, dead flesh, dead animals in their body, and you're literally carrying around a carcass of of an animal, you know, inside your, your colon and just, you know, the, the residues and remnants is, is just circulating you know, throughout your system. So I say it that way because, you know, I really want to, you know, touch and reach people so that we can understand that, you know, um, the nourishment, you know, the food that we, we consume, you know, is affecting our health and we're getting sicker and sicker here. So we have to take the, the, the sacred steps and um, use something like the self-cure method, which is um, what I teach in the cleansing course in, in addition to, um you know, those steps, that, that, that self-cure, you know, method is what I created, and it really does help if you follow it. But it takes so much discipline, Marsha. It does. You know, know, you really have to love yourself. You have to love yourself. You have to love up on yourself. And when you love up on yourself, it's not going to be nothing for you to, to give it the nourishment. So. And, but you know, one thing much. I want to mm-hmm. One thing you said, people feel better after they get their colon cleanse because uh, one of my guests, Natasha Campbell McBride, talked about the gut and the brain and how what the toxin in the gut really affects the brain and how we think, our judgment, everything about who we are is that gut. It really has that big effect. So you were saying more people feel, a lot of people feel better. And, and you know, when we change our diet and change our um uh, eating habits, uh, we will feel better. Let's talk about sugar in the gut and what that do for okay. our body. So you you said sugar, 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 sugar. sugar. Yes, ma'am. Oh, yes, yes ma'am. Sugar, yes, sugar, 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 sugar. <laughs> I, I'm gonna just say it this yes. way: sugar is the sugar is the new crack because yes. <laughs> people are so addicted to it, um, and it is in so many different foods and. It's disguised by so many different names, which really should lead you to question, like, you know, what is that about? You know, why is it, you know, hidden under so many different names? Now, this is what I want people to know, though. There's there's natural sugar from our fruit. You know, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about this processed sugar. I'm talking about these this, these chemical sugars um, that are, I mean, we, we don't know where some of these sugars are coming from and what they're being made of. I'm not talking about the sugar that we get from a natural apple 
you know, or from an organic apple or from, you know, natural pineapple. I'm not talking about those sugars. I'm talking about the processed sugar that is in almost every packaged food that you will find in your grocery store. There's some type of sugar being added. And even when you don't see fructose, dextrose, sucrose, um, or the other, you know, um, uncommon, unfamiliar names, um, it could still be there in small levels. And because it's such a small amount, you know, that it may not necessarily have to be identified or it just may not be a name that you're familiar with, but sugar is in a lot of um, foods. And um, it is a problem because our body is not um, reacting. Um, it, it sends the wrong message to our system, you know, and our and our body starts to, you know, feel like it has to react in a certain way to process that sugar, um, and it works, you know, over time in doing that. Um, and then a lot of people are experiencing, um, you know, the the common condition, um, candida, um, which yeah. is when you have, you know, an excessive overgrowth of yeast and it just wreaks havoc, you know, um, and it causes all kinds of different symptoms that, you know, um, may not really be recognized by, you know, the standard, um, you know, American medical um, testing. So, you know, it, it can really put you in a, a tough place, you know, when you are overloaded with sugar. But, yeah, um, it is a problem for the gut, you know, because it, it could very much attract, um, you know, an overgrowth of bad bacteria, and that is um, the problem. You know, that's where the problem really begins in terms of our gut health. And as some of our, um, you know, foremost, you know, teachers and leaders in, in health and wellness, um, you know, the, the, the saying is that, you know, health begins in the gut, but also disease, you know, begins in the, yeah. in the gut as well. Mm-hmm. And it has a lot to do with um, the microbiome, you know, which is the bacteria, the living bacteria. And um, science is learning more, and we're all learning more about, you know, bacteria. So you have all these products on the market. You have all these yogurts that are being, you know, marketed to us. Mm-hmm. And they're filled with sugar. They're filled with sugar. And it, it just doesn't make sense. You know, you, you, you're you eating a yogurt to get the, you know, um, good bacteria that's supposed to be in it, but yet you still have the sugar. Now, they have some that are probably sugar-free or low sugar, um, you know, but that's a whole other problem in itself. So we're talking about sugar. We're not talking about the, you know, the, the issue with dairy that, you know, many people do have. But, yeah, I do um, uh, find that a lot of people are struggling with it. And when mm-hmm. clients that I've worked with cut it out of their diet, their weight drops off so much faster. Um, and and the, the challenge for people is, you know, what do they eat? And that's where I come in with, you know, giving my clients, you know, suggested meals. And it's, you know, and it's tasty stuff. You know, it's, it's foods that are healthy for them, foods that are going to give them energy. It's going to provide fuel for their body, not rob their body or cause their body to have to, you know, start going you know, um, to the bones for nutrients. Because if you're not getting the nutrients from your food, from your diet, your body is going to start looking for it in the body. And it, it goes it, to yeah. the bones. Yeah, it'll go mm-hmm. to it'll go to different areas of the of different organs to get the the nutrients that it needs. 
Um, and then that's mm-hmm. why we have a problem, particularly with women, with black women, is, um, you know, degenerative diseases um, like arthritis or osteo, you know, arthritis. So um, that's because we're not, you know, getting the nutrients in. And it, it takes the discipline. It takes, you know, you loving yourself, really truly loving yourself to nourish your body with the, the, the foods so that you're supplying yourself with vital minerals. And you're only going to really get right. it when you eat fresh, raw foods, fresh living, you know, um, fruit and, and vegetables on a daily basis, every day, not just, you know, once or twice a week, but we need it every day um, because we have been filling our bodies for so long with um, the sad diet, with the standard American diet, um, and it's just denatured, you know, it's adulterated, and a lot of it, you know, is not even real food anymore. So um, sugar is in a lot of things. I don't necessarily, I'm not, um, I don't subscribe to, like, the sugar alternatives like, you know, stevia, the plant sugars, because they're still, it's still a processed mm-hmm. sugar. Um mm-hmm. But honey? One, one thing that I'm honey, what's that? You do the um, honey? Some, some people do use honey. Some people use, you know, honey. But, you know, honey, you know, for some people, is it's like the vomit of the bee. And, you know, the bees <laughs> need their honey, you know, for for production and you know, for, to pollinate. So I'm, I'm, just, I'm just telling you like it is, you know. I know. Now, I will say this about me because people will ask me all the time, "What do I eat?" I eat a variety yeah, of, yeah, of that foods. That was my question I, too. Yeah, we're gonna bring that up. So, at, now, are one you point, being a vegetarian? Um, are you being well, a I don't, vegetarian? You know, I don't put a title on myself. Um, in in okay. that sense, Marsha, at one at one point, I I did used to um have you know the title vegan. You know, I I started mm-hmm. with you know veget. I started as a pescatarian, then I became a vegetarian, mm-hmm. and then I was a vegan, and I did what I dabbled in you know raw foods. Um, and so I will say I've done all of the above. But w- recently, okay. I had had some struggle and some challenge, you know, with my diet, and just kind of really fell off completely. Um, I wouldn't say that I was you know eating you know, pig or anything like that, because I would never, you know, do that um, intentionally. But I used to be very particular about the if I ate out in a restaurant, you know, what they prepared there, because, you know, I, I didn't want cross-contamination, and I kind of let that all go. But now I'm going back in that direction, which is very much needed, you know, because as we get older, you know, nothing is going to stay new. And our body, as we get older, our body requires, you know, um, you know, more of the, the vital minerals. So I'm actually beginning um, my spring um, cleanse, and I'll be doing um, mostly um, fresh um, juices, um, and, and it'll be me and the family, you know, um, as much as possible. I can't only control what I can do, but, you know, I'm going to make it as convenient um, for them because I'll be literally starting, you know, in the morning with my juicing um, and, you know, mostly, you know, fruits. Um, and then I'll do some, you know, some green drinks as well and, you know, smoothies. I'm going to work with what I have um, based mm-hmm. on what's available, you know, in, in my, um, you know, local farmer's markets and, and, and just do the best that I can and continue on with that, um, 
you know, for the rest of my life. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Okay. Let me, let me just okay. embrace the process and expect and expect a win. So spring is um, the best time, you know, for, for cleansing our system. This is when we should do our major cleansing. It's a new, you know, it's like the start of the new year, you know, this season. And so, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's in the air. Spring cleansing is in the air. Um, and I will actually be... <laughs> Um, participating as a speaker at the Cleanse Fest. And if anyone goes to um, my social media pages, I'm Sacred Waters on Facebook, and I'm also Sacred Waters Wellness on Instagram, you'll see information about the Cleanse Fest. It's um, Saturday, April the 13th, and there will be um, several other amazing speakers. And we're all talking about, you know, keeping our systems clean and cleansed and uh i hope i'll see you there marcia because um i oh, definitely yeah. think it was a treat you know for you so um but yeah the the the, the cleansing is is so important so key at this time of the year you know because spring is, is is when the earth is in major cleansing itself mother nature is is cleansing as well so um i encourage it you know in 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 any form that you do it. So many people, you know, are doing, you know, different types of cleansing. But definitely it, it needs to include fresh living foods on a daily basis. Talk a little bit about now when you do the hypo, um, when you do the cleansing um, at the sacred water, you're just using water because some people like the Gerson, they talk about the coffee enemas. Uh, Brenda Cobb, the Living Food Institute, she uh, used wheatgrass. So do people have options when they're at your facility or you just do the water cleanse? Well, although we don't have, um, you know, the the legislation here in the state of Georgia in terms of, you know, certification and licensing as a colon hydrotherapy, we do, at least in the way I was trained, we we work on, you know, the the caution side and so if someone wants to use additives in their colon hydrotherapy they certainly can do that in fact the system that i use allows for that to happen and the way it works in my facility is the the client actually gets to kind of be a part of that that process of the um infusion of any additives because once you start to infuse um, something that may be deemed a medicine, um, you're, you you want to be very careful with that. But there are um, references to the use of coffee enemas that go far back in history. Even you know the Merck Manual, which is a compendium of medical texts that um, doctors still use today, um, it yes. had references in the use of coffee enemas. Um, as a part of a physician protocol. So, um, you know, some people use coffee enemas in terms of cleansing and detoxifying that liver because that's what's going to um, happen when you use a coffee enema. It's going to help pull those um, toxins through from the liver, actually. Um, And that's based on the um, chemical chemicals that are in in coffee and how the the liver responds to that. And wheatgrass is the alternative to coffee because some people are just completely opposed to using coffee um, and feel that coffee is a 
you know, a, a toxic substance inside the body, whether you're drinking it or using it in an enema. So um, wheatgrass has become, you know, an um, an option for people who do not want to use um, the coffee. And then there's also um, flower essences. Those are like homeopathic remedies that are used in um, colon hydrotherapy as well. And just depending on the individual and their you know, their their desires and their needs in terms of what's going on with their body, you may choose a particular flower essence to um, infuse into the colon because your colon is an absorbing like rosemary, organ. Like, like, like rosemary, like roses or something? What about oils? Particularly, the there are some, you know, oils that you can use with a certain dilution just as you can ingest them, you know, um, orally. Um, They're not, um, like, a lot of people are still kind of skeptical about the use of them, but people who have been around for a long time and, you know, they're very comfortable with the process and they know, you know, what is safe and, you know, they're working with someone that has experience. Um, Yes, there are people who will, use that as well, um, even, you know, um, mm-hmm. probiotic infusions. So, you know, right now in medicine, they're doing um, fecal infusions. Wow. And that's not something that I do, but, you know, so there's mm-hmm. a lot of options out there. Um, and even though colon hydrotherapy is not 100% supported in the medical community, there are, there are you know, many doctors that do support it, you know, but there are some that mock it, you know, is, is not, you know, you know, providing benefit while, you know, thousands and thousands of people seek it out, you know, um, every year, daily, you know, because um, I get quite a few people, especially during the peak season, and there's tons of, you know, colon hydrotherapists that are, you know, operating um, at full speed now. So, but the additives, you know, it just depends on the individual, you know, and what, what's going on with them. But I do address that with um, some clients from time to time. Wow. And see, that's good to know because, you know, uh, we don't, a lot of times if you're new to this, you don't know those options are available and the health benefits that many people are looking for for these particular uh, additives to help with healing in their body. What about parasites? Um, What are some of the signs that someone may have parasites inside their colon? Well, um, I mean, you can have parasites in any part of the body. I mean, it's it's oh. not so much okay. about it just being in the colon. I mean, you can get parasites in your brain, you know. Um, so in terms of the, the parasites, this is what information that I have um, recently, you know, just again in my research is, you know, parasites are not um, – You know, it's not uncommon. In fact, it seems like there may be a surge, you know, of parasites um, based on, you know, my my research and um, study and just feedback from some of the, um, you know, the the mastermind groups that I belong to, you know, with other, you know, practitioners and um, health coaches and, um, you know, providers. It, I mean, it's it's an it's an issue, but it's not just limited to the colon. So um, when people have um, parasites in the colon, there are certain steps 
you know, um, we definitely have to address the, the diet so that you're not feeding those parasites. Um, and then um, some parasites lay eggs. So you have to make sure that, you know, you don't only, you know, kill the, the parasite, but they're sweet down out of the colon um, as well as the egg um, and, and because you don't want, you know, that continuous return you know, a parasite, but it's rare, but every now and then, you know, you'll have someone that may have um, some type of intestinal parasite or intestinal worm, and they do pass them, Um, and it usually is not just from the hydrotherapy that passes them. Um, um, It does happen, but you do want to make sure that you're you're eating the foods that are going to help move those parasites on out the body, but they, they could be you know, in other places of the body as well. And they have to pass through, you know, that um, intestinal system in most cases. But, you know, parasites can come out of your skin as well, too. So, again, you know, addressing the whole body. (laughs) Yeah. It's not not a pretty thing. Okay. It's not. We'll take another break and just remind our listening audience you're listening to the D Hour Network. I am Marcia Thaddison, your host, and we have Miss Kelly Jefferson on. Kelly, uh, when we come back, I want them to give you give the listening audience more information about your events, your store, um, how they can get this taken care of, so we can all have a clean bite for the spring. So we'll be back with more okay. information on that. Okay. Thanks. All right. <laughs> Thank you. 
All right, you're back on the Dialwood Network. I'm your host, Marcia Patterson. You're listening to us because the program is to bring great information for us to take better control of our health. And I know there's many great people out there listening to uh, some of my previous blog talk. I've had great guests on sharing their health, their journey, their business about bringing good health to everyday people. And that's what Kelly's here to do. Kelly's going to talk with us about her upcoming events and where she's located in case you want to take charge of your health by cleaning your insides because it's springtime. As Kelly said, we want to make it new. So, Kelly, give us more information about that. Okay. Well, let me share with people. I am located in Fayetteville, Georgia, which is about 15 miles south of Atlanta Hartsville Airport. Um, Sacred Waters Wellness Arts Studio does have a physical location. We've been in our location for 11 years, um, and we are there Tuesday through Friday, um, Saturdays, um, you know, by appointment. But people can find us at our website, which is sacredwaters.net. Um, I will be speaking at a wonderful event. It's called the Cleanse Fest, um, and this is all about, you know, fasting, detoxing, and just purifying the body. That is coming up Saturday, April the 13th. Um, I will be speaking at about 2 p.m., but the event itself, it begins at about 12 p.m., and it goes until about 5 um, and there's information about the Cleanse Fest on my website, but it's also on social media, on Facebook and Instagram. It's called the Cleanse Fest. Um, and so come on out. There will be some great speakers there with um, some really good, you know, topics that is just going to, you know, really get us, you know, hit hit it on the nail in terms of where we are in terms of spring cleansing because it's, like I said, it's in full effect. Um, and then I have a few other things that are coming up that I will be sharing. So I suggest if people want to get in touch with me, go to my website. Um, you can join my email list, and I will send out an, a welcome email to you. You can download my ebook from the um website but just you know getting on that email list will allow me to share you know more upcoming events um there is an event also coming up that I'm excited about um now I am just you know going um to be at this particular event enjoying myself it's called the meet out and this is sponsored by the Black Vegetarian Society um here in um Georgia and that event let me give you the right date it is Saturday, April the 6th, and I'm going to post, um, you know, everything that I'm sharing on my website at sacredwaters.net, but also you can find this stuff on Facebook if you um, have social media. Um, so that is pretty much what I have, you know, that is solid, that is is coming out. But I got, I got a few more surprises that are upcoming, so I just want people to hang in here with me, and I'll share more you know, as it becomes available. So, great, um, great, great. Now, one thing I want to cover before, you know, we got about 30 minutes left of the show, but I want to talk about colon cancer. And um, did you, you gave an example about a young gentleman that the lady brought him in, a friend of hers uh, brought him in, and he was concerned about colon cancer in his family. 
Now, when people are diagnosed with cancer, do they come in and start cleaning their colon? And is how is that done? Or do you treat people that have cancer? Or do the colonics with uh, people who have been diagnosed with cancer? Well, depending on the type of cancer. Now, with colon hydrotherapy, there are some contraindications. There are some medical conditions that would um, prevent us from seeing someone. And it just so happens that um, colon cancer or, um, you know, any cancer in that area (laughs) would be a contraindication. We would actually um, not provide the service unless we had a prescription or a referral, you know, from a doctor. And I've had that experience before. And the one example that I like to use, um, because it was just near and dear to me, and she was actually the first um, client that I saw that had a diagnosis of colon cancer, which was a contraindication, one. And another contraindication is uh, surgical, you know, in, in surgery on the colon. Um, so she had both of those issues, and she was 80, she was 81 years old at the time that she um, came to me. Wow. And so she had two, two contraindications, and I was like, oh, no, um, I would not be able to do that. But her daughter, who was um, assisting her, um, had explained to me that she was seeing an oncologist um, that highly recommended uh, the, the, the colon hydrotherapy. So this particular um, medical office had uh, provided her with the prescription for colon hydrotherapy as well as, um, you know, they sent me something direct, um, you know, saying that they recommended you know, it specifically for her. Now, they were an advanced, um, you know, they, they were integrative in, their, uh, in their, their way of treating their patients, this particular mm-hmm. um, practice. Um, and this particular um, client, she um, had traveled to them. They, they had an office um, in California. They also had an office in Mexico, and they had really, um, you know, great, you know, reviews from, you know, the patients that had been, you know, going, you know, to them for similar, you know, reasons. But she um, did very well. You know, this woman, like I said, she she came in and she filled out her own paperwork. Her daughter didn't even need to fill out her – her daughter just basically was her driver. Um, but she did very well, you know, during her, you know, her, her session with me, her time with me. Um so, you know, colon cancer, um, we we have to be proactive, you know, and, and, again, you know, we have to keep, you know, dead animals from sitting inside of our um, colon because they will sit for um, very long periods of time, and I know I'm speaking from experience. And I'm going to say this because, you know, at one point I was this proud, devout, you know, I call myself a vegan. You know, now I just, you know, I eat like a vegan. Um, but I I remember, um, you know, an experience where, you know, I lost my way and I ate some beef and it was horrible, you know, what I experienced, you know, from that. My body just shut down. It, it could not even, you know, digest it or break it down and it put me in, a, in, in some pain and I had to go to the, you know, the emergency room because I didn't know what was going on. You wouldn't, I would have never even imagined that was the pain that I was feeling was because of, of eating beef, you know. Um, and so I've learned my lesson. 
Um, no more backsliding. But um, did you feel that right away, or was that the process of time that you start feeling that pain from eating meat? Marsha, I'm gonna tell you that's the crazy thing. It was probably three weeks later. Wow. Three weeks later. Yep. Um, so it had been sitting inside of my colon. Mm-hmm. And my, you know, it takes time for our food to, you know, digest and process. It's referred to as the transit time from the time you eat, you know. But when we eat, mm-hmm. we should have a, you know, a BM. If we're eating, you know, high vibrational foods, high fiber foods, we should have, you know, um, a, a, a bowel movement shortly after we eat. Um, and so I believe that when we, you know, overeat, you know, um, animal protein um, and junk food, that food does sit inside our colon for extended period of time. It putrefies, it decays, it rots, and it, it turns into, you know, um, something else, you know. Um, it starts out as one thing, then it's killed, and then it becomes something different, and then it's cooked, it becomes something different, and then it's digested, <laughs> you know, in your body, it becomes something different, you know. So, um it's basically poison, you know, it wow. becomes poison. So, you know, it will sit inside the system for a very long time. But um, I think, you know, colon cancer from, you know, I remember I can't, you know, give you the, the article ver- verbatim, but I was, you know, I read a lot of, um, you know, jur- journals, um, professional journals, peer-reviewed, you know, articles, um, some medical journals, some some things are, you know, it, natural health journals. But I'll never forget reading reading the statistics, and it was really referencing about black men who have, you know, such this big challenge that the the ones in particularly that are just, you know, devout on eating their meat. I'm never gonna stop eating meat, and I got, I'm, you know, I got to eat my steak, or I got to eat my ribs, or I got to eat my, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, um, you know, whatever. It is that they're eating, but um, oh, and I don't, I don't need to do any, you know, colonics, or they don't want to do the the colonic because, you know, of the the process of it. Um, but what I've learned is that the more meat that they eat, the closer they are to, you know, the higher risk of of developing, you know, colon cancer. You know, the the mm-hmm. statistics are out there. You know, um, so. You know, colon cancer, like I said, it's a it's con it's a contraindication for colon hydrotherapy. But um I suggest to do some type of some form of, of you know, cleansing to eliminate if you are eating, you know, um you know, dead foods, if you're eating processed foods, then you should be doing some type of regular cleansing. Um, I have some people who say, hey, I know I eat this, I love to eat this, and I love to eat that, and I know it's not healthy, so I may see them once a month. Mm -hmm. I may see some people, Mm -hmm. you know, once or twice a month, just depending on what's going on. And then you also have the factor in people who are, you know, on some type of a medication that basically shuts down their digestive system, it weakens their muscles, their muscles aren't working anymore, and they can't have a natural bowel movement. They try laxatives, the laxatives don't work. Um, and, and the only thing that, you know, seems to work for them is, um, you know, the colon hydrotherapy, you know. Mm-hmm. But then I have those even, and this is the thing that is important. You can go to the bathroom every day and still be full of crap. You know, I've seen that. Unless, <laughs> unless people are lying to me, and I'm just being candid, 
you know, because people need to really hear the truth. They need to hear the real truth because I like to help people feel better. I like to help my clients get results because it's about them. It's not about me. But they'll tell me, oh, I, I go to the bathroom every day. But then they, they clog up my system. I'm like, ain't this about it? <laughs> what in the world? She just said she went every day. But now here I am about to shut down. I got to shut down the whole the whole building. <laughs> okay. So I got some. Oh, I got some Colonic Chronicles. I got the, 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 the Colonic Chronicles that'll tell you about some interesting cases of people that come in with, you know, their stories about. Oh, I'm a vegetarian, but I put a little chicken broth in 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 my soup, and I'm like, okay, so what else is gonna come up out of here, you know? And I might see some chicken bones floating through the um through the system. <laughs> What in the world? I want to get back to the men with the meeting, you know, because, you know, um, being a part of the Western Price organization, they believe in the grass Mm. and not to believe we're eating more meat than we ever ate before. We're consuming meats and sugar. I think there was a statistic showing that back in the early 1800s or the late late 1800s, early 1900s, people didn't consume meat. And that's when Sunday meals became important because that's when they may have had the meat is on Sunday mm-hmm. because that people had to mm-hmm. slaughter and do their own chickens or whatever. Sunday dinner what became a famous thing because people can afford to have the meat once a week or something right. like that. But now we're mm-hmm. consuming it for snack, lunch, breakfast, dinner, whatever, whatever. And then it's not the meat that's being um, grass-fed in the sun eating, you know, what nature had designed for it to eat, where it's eating a whole bunch. I've heard there was even feeding um, leftover pastries and stuff from uh, bread companies and donut companies Mm -hmm. to these animals. So we're eating stuff that our digestive system and our body wasn't designed to eat. So um, like you said, for those who do eat the meat, and know that you got to clean. We we have to wash our hair. We have to take a shower. We take our car through the car wash. We need to take that colon through a car wash. <laughs> it's kind of pretty much right now what we, we know that we don't put in. This, this is what people need to understand about meat. And this is the same thing about sugar. It's very acidifying. And that really um, contributes to indigestion and heartburn um, and bloating. But... Um, yeah, that the meat is is it is very acidic inside um, our system, so it, it just it's not a good thing. It's like if you um, think about um, the acidity, you know, which is you know going in through the body, um, it's going to cause uh, the the a higher um, you know, rates of adrenaline and, um, um, you know, it just affects the whole metabolic system. So, you know, this when we become overly acidic, you know, things start to just kind of go bad. You know, things are, it can corrode our arteries. Um, it may contribute to, you know, heart attacks or strokes. So, you know, with the excessive meat eating, you know, even inflammation in the body. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it may cause the malfunctioning of, you know, the, the, the key processes 
for your oxygen exchange in your your red blood cells. So we don't want to um, overconsume, you know, um, any particular food. But meat and sugar and dairy, oh my gosh, that is just, you know, it's 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 heavily consumed in the standard American diet. And I'm familiar with that Western price. And I don't, you know, I'm, I don't argue with people about, you know, what they believe in and what they feel they should do. But I know it's not for me. Mm-hmm. And I've seen, I see right. the results of people, you know, that are consuming, you know, the meat. Um, I mean, and a lot of the meat, you know, what people don't realize is it's all, they, the, 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 the animals have inflammation. Um, they have hormone issues. You know, they they have to give them antibiotics. You know, they'll say, you right. know, they're grass-fed. We don't use antibiotics or there's no antibiotics. But it is somewhere in that chain. They The company who's saying that they don't use them, they may not use them, but, you know, somewhere along that process, those animals got some type of, um, you know, antibiotics in their feed because the way they're keeping these animals, they're they're sick and they're, they're just cutting out right. the cancer that they have. And, and feeding them to you. And all of that is just mucus forming. It's um, acidifying inside the body. It causes inflammation. And it's not that you're supposed to eat like crap and then just cleanse it out. You know what I mean? We, 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 got, we have to be smarter and, and, and be more preventive, you know, and protecting that colon is, is important because when that colon gets in balance and that bacteria, that bad bacteria start growing and becomes a monster inside your body and, you know, um, it can weaken another organ. Another organ may, you know, feel, you know, threatened and and it's not getting what it needs. And so, you know, there there you have, you know, issues with, you know, your heart or, you know, hypertension or, you know, your blood glucose levels. So, you know, everything is connected to that um, that great almighty, you know, colon in terms of, you know, elimination and not just the, the gut in itself. You know, the immune system is in your gut. Your liver is, I mean, all of that is a part of the gut. That's the core. Right. So right. I, that's what I tell right. people, right. restore your core. Um, that's so important. So, yeah, we got we got to do better and, and just now, keeping it candid you, and keeping it real. Mm-hmm. What do you, what do we suggest? The getting the healthy fats um, in your diet because your brain needs that fat, your body needs that healthy fat for your heart and other stuff. So if you're not doing the dairy, you're not doing the meat for the protein, get all this through your fruits and vegetables? Um, yes, you can. So you just, for, just because okay. you just, yeah, you, you have your fruits, your vegetables, you have your nuts, you have your seeds. Um, avocado mm-hmm. is one of the most healthy oh. fats, and that's fruit. That's a fruit. That's a I low sugar fruit. When I hear people yeah. say, yeah, you know, some people don't. Some people don't like it. You have coconuts. Coconuts. Oh my gosh, that is just. I'm just looking forward to um, flushing my system with some coconuts tomorrow in the morning. <laughs> um, and and I'm gonna say this. I'm I'm still on this this high because I just spent some time with um, one of my mentors, um, Dr. Arif Latham, who is. Um, known as the father of gourmet ethical, you know, um, raw foods. I spent some time with him, and it just was really it, it. It inspired me, you know, even more, and just kind of you know put me on 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 track, you know, to to go full speed with my you know spring cleansing, as well as sharing, 
you know, um, all of this inspiration with my course members that are in the cleansing course. So um, I know you, you were talking about some of the time. One thing I definitely want to share is what, in addition to the sacred steps in the cleansing course, I teach what I call the self-cure method. And the self-cure method is the meat of the course. That's where we take the um, steps to, you know, use our food as medicine. And so the cure is eating clean and cultured foods, um, which is very important. So you talked about, you know, like the fats. Um, We need to make sure that we're getting, you know, um, good bacteria. So we want to eat a diet that um, encourages, you know, a diet with prebiotic foods in there that encourages the growth of the good bacteria and the balance of the good and bacteria as we need in our our colon. Um, And the best way to do that is just eating a variety of of plant-based foods, whole foods, um, foods that are grown, you know, in the season properly. Um, So we definitely want to, you know, include cultured foods um, that – are naturally um, filled with good bacteria. And then we, you know, are all very unique. You know, once you understand your own uniqueness, you know, you'll know there are some foods that may be a trigger to you and you may not be able to eat those foods. So um, in the cleansing course, we do somewhat of an elimination diet um, to figure out, you know, what foods are going to fuel you and what foods may, you know, um, not be, so favorable, um, but we remove any roadblocks, any resistance. We deal with that as well, um, and everybody has something different. And um, you know, we we also look at just the everyday essentials that we use, the products that we use on a daily basis. You know, um, I don't use fluoride, you know, toothpaste in my home. Right. Um, right. I look for you know low to no toxin products you know, for my, you know, personal care and, you know, what I use in the home as much as I possibly can. And so it's it's a work in process because we're inundated with all these marketing messages to use this and use that, get this free. And, right. you know, sometimes free isn't good, you know, invest in your health, <laughs> you know. Right, so. right, 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 right. But, you know, mm-hmm. um, you said the gentleman you spent some time with, he was, that's the one you was in Jamaica, Correct. What was yes, his name again? Yes. His okay. name is Dr. Yes. Arise Latham and um you know, he'll he'll likely be a guest on your show one day soon and I think that'll be such a treat because yes. you have such amazing people um on your show. But I, I got to spend some um time with him and he is just a wonderful person, um, but he is great at what he does. I mean this man is a master of living foods um, and he's worked with you know so many people have learned from him and he's mentored so many you know great chefs that are right here you know in the Atlanta area but all around the world so it was definitely a treat to be you know um, his guest one thing that he shared with me that I thought was so beautiful is when he was in the company of um, Mr. Dick Gregory and he mm-hmm. was talking about how um, the rain would come down on the ocean and the the, the raindrops hit on, you know, the, the, the ocean at about 4, 8 a.m. And water would, you know, um, just pop back up 
from the ocean bed as the the drops of the water, you know, kind of um, reflect, you know, off of the water, the rain reflecting. He said that was minerals just dancing on the ocean. Wow. Um, And and when he shared that, I just had a a visual because I'm like, I'm in Jamaica. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so just to kind of see, you know, what that would look like. Um, So he's certainly, um, you know, great, you know, at what he does in teaching and his philosophy, all of that is just really on point. So, um, yeah, I'm still excited about, you know, um, that visit and and just, you know, continuing to, um, you know, work with him. So I'm looking forward to, you know, what's going on. Now, at your, at, on April the 13th at the Clean Fest, will they be showing uh, people how to prepare healthy, clean foods? Or would you just be a lecture type of thing? Um, there will be um, demos there, and there will be, you know, some, some healthy, clean foods there. So um, if you like to eat and you like tasty food, this is definitely an event that you would want to come out. But, yes, there will be, um, you know, demos there. So it, it, it's, it's a really, it's a great, you know, lineup of um you know, speakers, and there will be some vendors there. Um, so you definitely don't want to, you know, miss the Cleanse Fest. Um, I'm looking forward to it. So um, definitely. Because, you know, like you be. said, we are creatures of habit. And, you know, we cook like mama. We, you know, eat these type of food. And so trying to make these changes, it really takes a changing of the mindset and habits that we've gone to because, you know, I used to send my kids to the store, and I had a grocery list, and they knew exactly what we would buy and how to just went down that aisle and you pick it up. Now you got to change that direction on where you shop mm-hmm. and where you pick up these products from, um, the vegetables, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you do any seafood? Mm-hmm. Do you do any seafood or, or fish? No fish? Um, no seafood? Let me, tell you, let me tell you what I recommend. Um you know, there are some um, high vital mineral sea plants. Um, you're probably familiar with, you know, mm-hmm. the different seaweeds like um, dose mm-hmm. and kelp. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely those um, are included in a plant-based diet so that you're ensuring that you get some of the vitamins that we are told that we are not able to get, you know, if we're, um, you know, um, vegan like the B12 or the vitamin K. Now there is, you know, research and um, studies that, you know, say, you know, differently, but it is very possible because of, you know, the bacteria that carries those um, th- those type of vitamins. But, yeah, your sea plants, um, sea moss, uh, there, there's, there's a, some options of things that you can do. But, you know, I know you're asking because you're still trying to figure out, you know, what is it that I eat, you know, um, what what should you eat rather, you know, if there's no meat involved. We have way right. more options in the plant-based diet than, you know, um, any other, you know, options because you're not going to eat squirrel. You're not going to eat, you know, 
Um, well, I mean, some some countries they eat dogs. Wait, wait a minute but, now. You know, uh, wait a minute, Kelly. My dad used to hunt for squirrel and rabbit. <laughs> and I didn't eat it. He used to do the wild game. <laughs> With my, well, so so did at one point. So did my 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 father and grandfather. And I was right there. I was right there. I'm not gonna lie. You know, rabbit and you know wild game deer and all that. But I mean, those things uh, are not common. You know, they're just not. You know, they're just not common. You can't walk in your grocery store and find it. Mm-mm, no. But, um, but you think about it, people, we as African Americans, we were fed, we were given what they didn't want. You know, um, my mom told us that when she first moved to Wisconsin, there was a slaughterhouse uh, toward the downtown area, and they used to be able to knock on the back door, and he would give them the liver, the kids, the gizzards, and the chitlins, and all that stuff, the, the intestines. Because they, they were throwing that away. And now you know how much they cost today. So, and I right. think about us as African Americans coming here to this country and we were thrown when we lived in Africa where everything was straight from the earth, nature, food was in abundance. And here now you're throwing some things, um, garbage pretty much to eat. And we made it a delicacy in that. Not only are we eating, but they're eating to this day. And, you know, mm-hmm. so it was a survival. And then my parents, my dad used to hunt for rabbits and squirrels. That was their way of feeding their families back then to stay alive. So now we have to learn how to refeed our families to stay alive and to live much longer. Right. Right. So, yeah. And and, and part of the problem is is. You know, um, you know, not to not to, you know, just attack big agriculture, but that is part of the problem. You know, we don't have, you know, our, you know, Farmer Joe, Farmer John, you know, in the neighborhood anymore. Mm-mm. Um, Mm-mm. So Mm-mm. large corporations are growing the food and they grow the food, you know, fast and you know with a profit. There's no, you know, craft in in the growing of food, but but local, you know. You know, farming is coming back around. You know, people are growing, you know, food in their their kitchen window more and more and in their backyards. And and we have, you know, um, community gardens popping up everywhere. And there's, you know, community-supported agriculture, CSAs, which is very important for us to, Mm -hmm. you know, really Mm -hmm. get involved. Um, Georgia has, um, you know, the Georgia Organics Association, which is something you know, mm-hmm. really big. But um, I tell people to check their local Farm Bureau. Um, you know, just just look for the Georgia Farm Bureau, and you can find out information. And if you're in other, you know, if you're not in Georgia, you know, there are other, you know, there, you know, check for the Farm Bureaus in your area, or check for your CSAs, your Community Supported Agriculture, um, as much right. as possible. Um, get out to that. To, to your farmer's market and support them and, and and stay with them as they grow because, you know, the foods that are in our grocery store, most of them are not real. I mean, it's it's just a lot of processed foods, but then there's a lot of genetically modified organisms, and it's still yeah, we very don't new. We don't, yeah. know what, mm-hmm. we don't know what the yeah. – those are frankenfoods yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. We don't know what yeah. is to come. I mean, look at the, 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 the commercials, you know, with the um, – you know the the prescription medications. You know these medications mm-hmm. were made available. You know for people um, 
and they were supposed to do some good, but now, you know, you have problems. So we, and you we have just the, have to take better late night of commercials. Yeah. With the attorneys. Yep, if you're yeah. taking this drug, call this 800 number. Yeah. And it, all you have to do is listen to the pharmaceutical commercial and tell you what the side effect. And I'm thinking, uh, even death? And I'm like, okay, who would want to take that drug? It's no way. Right. No way. No way. Yeah. It is crazy. Yeah. But, you know, the benefit of it is taking charge of your health, learning how to start cleaning yourself out, knowing how that's done, and spring cleaning. So we say, hey, let's get let's get started to start cleaning that gut out because that gut disease starts in the gut. It don't start anywhere else. It starts in that gut. So we need to clean that out and have a way of doing it. And, you know, Kelly's here with Sacred Waters to help us to use that water to help purify us, to help get us clean again. So I just want to thank you, Kelly. Um, I would love for you guys, and you know we're going to have to come and bring it back, because you know, yes, it's springtime, but I truly believe you may want the summertime start to get there. You want to have your cold and clean. Wintertime, I mean, as the season changes, you're eating, you're outside, you're toxin, you're doing every different thing. So we periodically we have to go in and have ourselves cleaned out. Just do that clean because we just don't right. take a bath one time. We don't just wash our hair one time. We don't just wash the car one time, even though my car needs washing with all that pollen. But, you know, we need to get it clean. We have to think about that inside. If we're so busy worrying about the outside, it's that internal cleaning that helps us to be much more healthier and beautiful on the outside. So we want mm-hmm. to encourage people to think about it. And, you know, last time you were here, we had a colon party, so we we came to your facility. Yes, <laughs> yes we did, we and we need to have another other people to come in. You know, we had some gentlemen that didn't want to come, and we had to say, okay, let's go, and make this easy. We may have to do that party again, but um, just letting people know that we can do this, and people have taken charge of their health, and they have overcome many Type of disease, and that's what this program is about: is bringing you information that's going to empower you and your family to better health. Everybody's journey is different. Everybody has different choices based on their economic situation, or where they're located, or their religious beliefs. So take time to do your homework and make the right choices that's best for you and your family. And that's what we're here for: to put this information on the table so you and your family can make the best decision for your health. And that's putting the power of good health back into the hands of the people. It don't belong in the doctor's hand. It don't belong in the pharmaceutical hand. It belongs in our hand because what we put on our hand internally we put inside of us. So we want you to have that good information and good knowledge of knowing how to take care of yourself. All right, give them one more time some good information about how to reach you in the upcoming clean fest. So I can be reached at sacredwaters.net. If someone wants to, um, you know, book some time with me, you can book a heart-to-heart call at sacredwaters.net. Just go to my website. Um, You can call the office, 770-460-9122. I will be at the Cleanse Fest on Saturday, April the 13th. I will be speaking there. The event starts at 12 p.m. It's actually in the West End um, area of Atlanta um, at Kipways Academy. 
So go to my website to get all those good details or, um, you know, send me an email from my website or give me a call. Uh, I'm so happy that you had me back on here, Marsha. Thank you so much. Um, spring cleansing is in full effect. It's in full effect, but make sure you're doing something to um, eliminate the buildup of toxins from your body. Um, cleanse your colon, cleanse your liver, cleanse your life. <laughs> yes. So yes. Thank you yes. so much. Yes. Oh, I love it. You know I love hearing you, and I love working with you. So we're going to stay together. So I just want to wish everyone a blessed week and enjoy themselves, and please take time to check out self. All right? Thank you. All right. Have a good Our night. Thank you. You too, babe. Have a good week. Bye-bye. Okay. All right. Bye-bye.